This is Pod's Burgers, a podcast chronicling a Bob's Burgers obsession. Wow, that was like the most anticlimactic start ever. I mean, here, it's cheers what? me. It's Halloween, bitches. Yeah, have you had any yet? No. Because you feel surprisingly swanky drinking whiskey out of a martini mm-hmm. glass. I do feel swanky. Mm-hmm. It's less burning than in the mug. Swanky pinky. It is. I Why is that? Maybe because you had it sitting it, out a little it, bit. It breathes? Yes. It, it did a breathing. Is, is that something that um, whiskey I think, does? I think all alcohols do that to some degree. It's like I said, I just know nothing about whiskey. Well, I think is maybe, Maker's Mark good whiskey? It, it's Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's not low-end mm-hmm. whiskey. It's not like Jack Daniels or anything. Is Jack Daniels low-end whiskey? I don't... It's the one everyone... Well, Jim Beam, I guess. Yeah, Jim Beam and too. Jack Daniels, I think, are your affordable ones. It's not like you're going to get alcohol poisoning just by looking at it, but it's like... Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and then you go to the Maker's Mark and the um, Knob Creek. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I don't know. What about uh, Wild Turkey? Is that uh, even I th- whiskey? I think so, and I think that's like like low end, yeah. low low end. Yeah. But so my friend Josh's dad kept a small bottle of uh, uh, Wild Turkey in the uh, his headboard had little cubby holes. Oh dear God! And I always wondered like. Was he waking up and like swigging some wild turkey? Yeah. Okay. Um, Southern Comfort is that also? Yes, that's one of the lower ends. Because <laughs> my friend Heather uh-huh. used to pour herself a big old glass oh, of Southern Comfort. God. In a plastic tumbler she got from a uh, from a gas station. Wow, that's. <laughs> we were. I like, mean, I super liked Heather. I really yeah, did. But we were like fifteen. Dear God. Um, I personally at that time didn't drink though, so yeah. I've never actually tried Southern Comfort. Anyway, fascinating. It's Halloween. I'm gonna pace myself sipping whiskey. Yeah, I am too because um, I was going to make dinner before I came over here, and then I had to binge watch mm-hmm. as many episodes of these mm-hmm. as I could to refresh myself. Mm-hmm. So um, I am drinking whiskey on an empty stomach. Mine is largely empty, too. Um, do you want some Halloween candy? I have some. Mine's just large. <laughs> empty. Uh, no, I'm good. I actually had some of that when I came home. Uh-huh. Anyway, so this is fun. <laughs> Mark has... So it's Halloween yes. in real life. Mm-hmm. And we're recording uh, our part two of the Halloween uh, Bob uh, Podsburgers. So we're going to re- release this after Halloween. Extravaganza. Which Brittany assures me is no, not weird. No. So I hope that you all enjoy keeping Halloween going a little longer. Yeah, I think it's going to be like maybe a couple of days after. Because mm-hmm. um, tomorrow we have plans. Mm-hmm. and um, But yeah, I think it's fine. It's This is the time of year where things are kind of spooky and mm-hmm. crunchy leaves. And it's finally overcast here instead of like 80 degrees. And mm-hmm. so yeah. I like it. It's good. Yeah. It's very good. Um and uh, Mark asked me, so um, I don't remember if I've mentioned on the podcast that this has been an extremely stressful month for me. Mm-hmm. I have not decorated. Yeah. I yeah. That's... literally right before Brittany arrived to do this recording, grabbed a few random Halloween decorations yep. out of my closet and just stuck them on the table so that it would feel atmospheric. Yeah. Um, one of the Halloween decorations that I pulled out at the last minute is my uh, 
skeleton bony danza who isn't really a halloween decoration he's more yeah he's just been around jen took some amazing pictures during christmas several years ago with bony danza and bony danza used to live out in the house with me all year round and i would dress him up for different seasons but he freaks mark out (laughs) so i was wondering where he went i've relegated him to my office but Bony yeah. Danza. And like the one year that we put the um, uh, 4th of July yeah. patriotic glasses yes. on him. Yes. Yeah, we just, we just dress him up. He had costumes for, and he had, you know, I would put a scarf on him in the winter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he had his own little mug that he would hold. Does he freak Mark out because he comes around the corner and just sees him and thinks that's a, a thing? Or is it just like, ooh, that's that, that's like a skeleton I, I representative? I think it's just of, that he's a skeleton Mm. um he used to so my house is very unusual we've talked about this before and i have a conversation pit which Mm -hmm. is a a a sunken part of my living room with benches built in it's very delightful and bony danza used to live in the conversation pit which is across from the couch where mark and i Mm. sit and watch television and uh, Bony Danza's neck is not super stable, so his skull would <laughs> rotate, and he'd be looking at us, and Mark would walk by and turn the head so that he was looking straight ahead instead of over at us, and just, you know, gravity yeah. would cause his head to move back around. <laughs> and Mark, let me be clear, does not think that he's supernatural. Right. It just... It's just... It's creepy. just wasn't his design yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, no, I get it. And this is his right. house, too. Yeah. So... I was respectful, and I moved Bony Danza into my territory, which yes. is my office. That's good. Anyway, you guys. One other thing. Yeah. Uh, because it is Halloween, and and it's not dark yet here in real life, so we shouldn't have trick-or-treaters yet, but you never know. Unless they're the very tiny kids. Sometimes yes. they come out early. Um, my dog, Lloyd, who I am certain you're all familiar with by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, will bark mm-hmm. when he sees people come through the gate. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but they did a scientific study, and of all the breeds, golden retrievers have the loudest bark. Yes, you did and tell I me that. And I believe it, yeah. because he makes me pee a little when he does it. Yep. Yep. Um, anyway, so if there are weird jump cuts, <laughs> know that that is the reason. Or maybe you can just leave a couple of barks in I there. No, it will spike the microphone, it's I fine. think. I think everybody, it's a Halloween episode, they can use a good jump a scare. Good scare. Yeah. All right, so should we, Let's start, should we this start this shit? Son of a bitch. I was the first one to swear. Yes, bitches! Um, I mean, witches. Sorry. <clears throat> well, hi. Hi, friends. This is Pod's Burgers. I'm Brittany. And I'm Jen. And we are sisters, and we're going to talk about Bob's Burgers until we pee ourselves. It's true. So this is, as I mentioned before, part two of our Halloween episode. That's true, says Jen. I mean, (laughs) very hydrated. Um, So in this episode, what we decided we were going to do is rank the Bob's Burgers episodes minus the one we talked about last time, which is um, Nightmare on Ocean Avenue Street. Excellent episode. So all of the previous episodes. But we're not going to talk in... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Sure. About... All of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do a really high level. What I did when I took notes was I did a really quick and dirty list of 
what I like about the episode, what I don't love as much about the episode. Mm -hmm. So we can just scan those really quickly until we get to our favorite episodes, which may be the, the same, same one. Yeah. And it may be different. So we may yep. be talking in depth about two mm-hmm. or only one. Mm-hmm. Um, I have more notes about number two and number one, because I couldn't decide which one you would rank higher, the, the highest. Um, so I wanted to have notes about those two, because I'm quite certain it's one of those two. Um, before we do the rankings, I have two really quick housekeeping things. Do you have any housekeeping? I don't think so. Okay. So these are the two very quick ones. Um, uh, one of our listeners named, you're going to have to tell us if it's pronounced Laura or Lara, because I really, mm-hmm. I, I take it very seriously to pronounce people's names correctly. So yes. let us know, Laura or Lara. Um, but she actually is a listener. She may have even been our very first listener who we don't know in real life who contacted yes. us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she is uh, our constant yes. loving listener. And, and um, we adore her. We're talking about the illustrator, the yes. artist, right? Yes. Great. Yes. Great work. Yes. I love following her on Instagram. We adore you. Yes. Um, anyway, she contacted us to let us know that uh, in in the previous episode when we were talking about Nightmare on Ocean Avenue Street, I said that Dr. Yap offered a dollar per piece of candy, which, which was a damn. really good deal. Yeah. But she let us know that we were incorrect. It was a dollar a pound. Yeah, which is bullshit. And I'm really, really bad at estimating things like distance and people's ages. Trust me, it's not worth and it. And how many things are in a jar. Oh, God. Oh, my God, you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Halloween. Oh, my God. And I'm sweating so bad right now. I think Pony Dancer really is supernatural. He just fucking stripped, you guys. He's stripped. His costume just fell off onto the ground, and both of us just lost our shit. Sweating. I just saw something moving out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, fucking fuck. It was like Louise in the haunting. I'm sweating. Oh, me too. Oh, god damn it. All right, anyway. You were saying? I think the last thing I said was that I'm bad at estimating how many things are in a jar. I looked over and Boney Danza's head is tipped way back and his jaw is gaping. So it looks like he's screaming. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. All right. Sorry if there was a lot of like, you yanked your headphones off because damn. Okay. Anyway. Yes. Estimating things in a jar. I'm bad bad at at estimating things in a jar. So anyway, I, I would be bad at knowing how many pounds of Halloween candy is a normal amount to get, but I assume a pound, maybe two. I would think it'd be if you're in a an active area, you'd get more than that. But um, for example, my little dog is mm-hmm. just under twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. So if you pick her up, I don't know if I would have as much candy as your dog weighs. Well, then there you go. <laughs> Such a weird statement. <laughs> anyway, <coughs> if, if I got twenty pounds. Of Halloween candy, I, bucks. I would take that deal. Oh fucking a! But if you're look, if you're talking like f- even five pounds, I think I would still have taken it when I was a kid because you know five I, bucks was a lot of money to you me. Know what I just realized, Doctor Yap jumped the gun, robbing all those kids. He had no idea they weren't going to trade in that candy later well, on. But he did say he did it every year, and nobody ever took advantage of it. Well, Doctor Yap, you're a dick. Anyway, 
So thanks for letting us know that, Laura Laura. Still coming down off of that. Jesus Christ. Okay, so one other thing. Both of these are Halloween related. Mm -hmm. Housekeeping items. Yes. Didn't do that on purpose, Mm -hmm. but good job us. Mm. Um, Do you need more Mm -hmm. whiskey? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So we were contacted by a listener on Instagram. And again, I don't know this person's real name, and I don't feel comfortable giving up their handle. Mm -hmm. But you know who you are when you hear this. And if you want a, a legit... Uh, shout out and you want to tell me your first name please do um but uh this person contacted us um i think it was last night and um said that it confused me for a minute okay they commented on the post that promoted the episode episode. about uh nightmare on ocean avenue street Mm -hmm. and the comment I was going to go find it, but it'll take too long. Was something to the effect of, I've been wanting to do that Freddy costume for years. Hmm. And I was so confused by that comment until I remembered that I posted a picture of you and me the year you dressed up as Freddie Mercury from the I Want to Break Free video. I was going Freddy Krueger, but I get it. I get it. And for a minute, I was like, did this person think that it was... That Teddy's name is Freddy. And then I went back and looked through and I was like, no. They legitimately knew what your costume was. Oh, bless your fucking heart. And I don't mean that in the Southern way. I mean that in the sincere way. Right? Yeah. Because um, I didn't say on the post who you were dressed as. Nope. Recognized the costume. Probably recognized the specific... I mean, definitely had to recognize the specific Freddy moment in the I Want to Break Free video. Mm -hmm. And said that they've wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah. I love you. Whoever you are. When I meet fellow Freddy fanatics, fellow Freddy fanatics, Mm -hmm. I am starstruck. Yeah. Because I know know people are just like all about Freddie Mercury, but I don't know why, but he's just always been, from the time I was very young, mm -hmm. I just admired the way that he just kind of went for it. Mm -hmm. And he's just so flamboyant and just, I don't know. Um, We don't know who you are. And it's super funny life, that you but. said, did, did they think that Freddy's, or Teddy's name is Freddy because Mr. Fishoder yes. calls Teddy Freddy yes. at the end of one of the episodes. Yes. Anyway, super. I knew oh, that you wouldn't that. have seen that comment yet. Yeah. So I, I, I love it. was super excited Thank to you. let you know that. And I tell you, man, I have this amazing picture of Chris the Archivist kissing me as Freddie Mercury. And it's, Perfect. I mean, who doesn't want to kiss Freddie Mercury? I've. You I don't sh- want to know the person who doesn't want you to kiss. You shut your Freddie fucking Mercury. face, you liar, if you say that. Yes. Okay. All okay. right. Okay. So, are you ready to rank? I'm ready to rank. Who okay. wants to start? So, as I mentioned, there are six. Yes. Um, so, coming in at six on my list mm-hmm. is Fortnite. Mine, too. Okay. Um, what did you love? So... The very quick list of what I loved about Fortnite. So Fortnite, super high level. Uh, the kids get get trapped in their fort before they can go uh, trick or treating because uh, somebody Crazy parks Millie. a truck. Crazy Millie Frock won't let them out. Right. And the B story is Bob and Linda trying to make a dragon costume for the kids to go trick or treating. Yep. Got it. So the things that I love, why I love Fortnite, mm-hmm. Daryl is Devo. Oh, yes. Uh, Millie Frock is truly creepy. Yes. Truly. 
her yes. laugh, the twitch of her eye, the way that they make just her mouth, like the they show her in profile and the way her mouth just kind of curves yes. in. Yes. Very creepy. And when you can hear her voice from inside the fort and mm-hmm. it's just echoey and it's, and she pours spiders creepy. in, even though they're not real spiders. Yes. Voiced by Molly Shannon. Yes. Um, speaking of the spiders, Andy trapped with the spiders in the other room. I wrote that down. That's my favorite part of this entire episode. And so they good. can't let him out because then they would all get spidered. Uh-huh. Uh, Teddy's Halloween scream CD that he insists that Bob yep. listens to. Um, the B story is so good. Mm-hmm. I, I eat that up. Yes. I absolutely adore it. Reflections is in this episode, yep. and anytime Reflections comes up. Um, as a side note of it, though, Edith phoning it in with just her clown nose yes. and her regular, at least Harold painted a nose and whiskers on his face yes. along with his cat ears. Yeah, but it seems very Edith to do that. Yes. And the line, butts get wet, Tina. It's what they do. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's my list. Which is funny because in another episode, they reference wet butts and uh, Tina's butt is dry. Yes. And, and strong. strong. Yes. <laughs> okay. So. All right. Cool. So what I loved about it is, um, again, it was genuinely creepy. Mm-hmm. I loved the way that they riffed on it being a like a slasher flick and mm-hmm. people would get like trapped and mm-hmm. picked off. Like the whole part where they send, I can't remember if it was Andy or Ollie, through the hole to mm-hmm. try and get out through the garbage and, of course, there's the quote-unquote killer, yes. Millie, yes. to thwart their plans. Um, that fort is so good. Mm-hmm. And I love that Bob is allowed in and, and admires it. Yes. But I had to say, I had to tell myself that is indeed something we would have built. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And I love Louise's parlor. Yes, with That's a throne the one and I everything. Wanted. So good. A question about the fort, though, as long as you brought it up. Yes. Did Tina take the posters from her room and put them in the fort, or does she have fort posters? Because they're the same posters from her room. I, I want to say she probably has extra fort posters. Okay. I really do. Um, I loved uh, Mort in this episode because you very rarely get Mort in larger doses, mm-hmm. and the fact that he was adjusting himself without anybody noticing. Yes. As- and Teddy was watching Mort adjust himself. Yes. And then, um, so the scene with the spiders almost pushed this one up on my list because it was so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that I wasn't crazy about, oh, and the name of the, um, burger in this episode, Mm -hmm. the cauliflower's cumin from inside the house. Yes. So good. Um, I didn't like this one because, um, and let's say you didn't rank this one higher. Yes. I ranked this one. I didn't rank this one higher because, and it was strictly because the other ones were stronger. Yeah. Because... If you'd given this one to me on its own, I would have been like, yeah, that was a solid Mm -hmm. Halloween episode Mm -hmm. for all of those reasons. And Daryl just taking his pants off. Yes. Yeah. Um, And he didn't have to take his pants off. And his answer is, I I wish you were right. (laughs) (laughs) All Um, right. So Wyatt wasn't ranked higher for me. Mm -hmm. Um, The family is split up. Again. Yes. I never. And Tina's not the central figure in this one. I I will rarely rank something highly if the family is split up. Mm -hmm. Not much happens in this episode, Mm -hmm. which can be a plus, Mm -hmm. like Eggs for Days, for example. Um, But in this case, it just seems like it's not very, it doesn't go very quickly. Mm -hmm. It just, not much happens. Um, It's not Halloween enough for me, which is interesting considering one of my other rankings that we'll get to in a minute that is ranked more highly. 
Um, the kids don't dress up ever. Yeah, so like if they had been in costumes and trapped in the yes. fort, but that would have taken away from the B story maybe. Right. Um, and the B st- story, in my opinion, is stronger than the main story, yeah. which isn't always a bad thing, but that's yeah. why it wasn't ranked as highly. It's good. Okay. Cool. Um, All right. Should I tell you what my number five was? Yes. Okay. I fear this one's not going to match. Okay. Um, my number five is Tina Witch. Ooh, it does not match at all. Okay. Which one is yours? Uh, full bars. Okay. Um, so Tina Witch. Um, the reason that I didn't care for this one... Let me just say, Tina Witch for me is ranked four. Okay. Oh, okay. good. That's so, good. Um, it wasn't that far off. but no. um, So, recap of this one. Tina has an idea to finally win the school costume contest, and she's been trying for years. She comes up with an idea. Tammy overhears her, steals the um, idea, and escapes across the street, and the crossing guard won't let Tina follow her, so... Tina is trying to find a way to win the costume contest, talks to Mr. Ambrose, Mr. Ambrose, the librarian, and he gives her a book of spells. So Mm -hmm. she basically becomes a witch to try and win the costume contest. And the B story is that Bob keeps uh, carving Mm jack-o'-lanterns and leaving them outside, and somebody keeps stealing them, and he's trying to find out who that is. And And it's happening so fast and so quietly that he can't figure out how it's happening. And it turns out at the end that you learn that it's Mr. He thinks it's Jimmy Pesto, of course. But it turns out that it's Mr. Fishoder in a uh, electric uh, little golf cart, cart type which he deal. usually drives around um coming by and scooping them up because he thinks people are leaving them outside for him and he uh builds this halloween extravaganza at his house so all these jack-o'-lanterns which is one of the reasons why i like this episode so much yes I agree. It's on my list of reasons why I like this episode, and I desperately want to go to it. Me too. And it's what I expected. There's a an event here in Salt Lake City called Pumpkin Nights, mm-hmm. and I expected Pumpkin Nights to be like that. It and was cute. I loved it was the adorable. dragon. Don't the get dragon me wrong. Was great. I loved it. It just wasn't as cozy and 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 amazing as Mr. Yeah. But it was it was a much grander scale at Pumpkin Nights. Yes. So that's probably the reason. If it's more spread out, it's not going to feel. But when they way. walked into his yard and saw all the pumpkins everywhere, and their reaction was like, "Wow, this is really awesome!" Mm-hmm. And we can't give them this life. Yes. Um, I I agreed. I yes. thought that was wonderful. So Pumpkin Nights better uh mutilation mansion better than any haunted house yes. i've ever been in so i kind of want to live in their town I to be too. honest with you um so i loved this episode because um first of all it has mr ambrose and i love him so much he's mm-hmm. such a bitch mm-hmm. um i loved the pumpkin nights mm-hmm. i loved tina they had a montage of tina's past costumes that didn't win and mm-hmm. her liberace costume was so fucking good. Yes. Um, Gene is just wonderful in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he says the line that we've referenced before, did you just get cursed? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Louis says, did you just get cursed? Because um, the crossing guard curses Tina. Um, and she says, yes, I think so. And Gene says, look on the bright side. Your hair looks great like that. Yes, he's so kind. Um I love the part where uh, 
Jimmy Pesto is telling Bob that he's crazy, and Trev's like, that's mental illness. That's not That's not funny. Which is actually legitimate. <laughs> I know. That's why I loved it so it's much. very woke. He's like, yeah. He's like, no, it's not a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the part where Tina um, is asked for a lint roller and she has one. <laughs> yes. By a, by a kid in a costume. I think he's a swamp thing or yes. something. And um, did you notice that in the background during the pa- uh, costume contest in the auditorium, there are happy bats? No, I on didn't. The wall, which is from another episode where Linda's decorating and she puts up the bats and they're more authentic because they're happy. Because they're smiling yes. because they're happy because this is their favorite holiday. Yes. So. Um, I did notice there was a kid in the um, in the audience of the costume contest randomly wearing a bag over his head. Yeah. And I looked at all the rest of the audience I and no too. one else is wearing a costume. I said that to Chris the Archivist. It was so strange. Um, okay, so you... So if anybody knows who the kid with the bag on his head, what that's or, all about... Yeah, what the reason just is. Just let us know. So you touched on a lot of the same reasons why I love this episode, but mm-hmm. some of the ones that you didn't talk about. Goth Tina, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> um, that I little, actually love her. That little choker? Yeah. I had that choker. Super. <laughs> Me too. I had like several. I was going to say several of those because we, we were part of an underground scene for a while. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Um, Mr. Ambrose, mm-hmm. him in it at all, but the fact that we learn that he is a witch. Yep. Is a, is mm-hmm. just kind and, of perfect. And he's kind of got a, a, a rival in Jackie the Crossing Guard, who yes. is a very powerful witch. Yes. And they used to be in the same coven. <laughs> I love it so it's like much. it's like the old uh, trope that happens where they used to be you know aligned with the good and then they they tried to go too far they tried too much fracture. power and there's yeah. a fracture it's you know Star Wars has that theme and honestly because this is a play on the craft which is a yes. movie I watched so much in the yes. 90s I mean if you were of a certain age in the 90s you watched the oh, craft witchy girls in the 90s yes. that's what it was all about and I have been obsessed with Feruza Balk since Return to Oz. Yep. If you can I'm sure you remember when I was a kid yes. and how much I was obsessed you with Return to Oz. You wanted to be her. Oh, so much. Yeah. And as she got older and I started to tend toward that spooky kind of aesthetic mm-hmm. and she went that direction, it just made me more obsessed with her. Oh yeah. So good. And so much the craft. In the craft, so good. And it has um Nev Campbell, who I love. Mm-hmm. She was a dancer mm-hmm. and um is a, a witch in that. Yes. Um, and whatever happened to the woman who played the lead in that? Robin, Robin, I don't know if it's Tinny? Tooney or oh, Tunny. Tunny. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, anyway. Um, okay. Regular sized Rudy as Marcel, Marcel Marceau. Marceau. Yes. And he wins. <laughs> yes. Very important. He yes. wins the costume contest. Louise dressed as Mr. Frond. Oh, so good. Is incredible. And the fact that you can see her hair underneath the, the frond wig is You so mean cute. the the uh, bunny hat. Yes. Under the Sorry, yes. Wig. Yes. I just that's part of her head to me. So. Um the suggestion that Tina or sorry, that Louise and Jean make for Tina's costume of Chewbacca, which is Chewbacca in a cheerleading uniform. I'd wear that. So good. Yes. Linda's little Halloween song as she's washing dishes mm-hmm. is stellar. Linda, she really puts her soul into it. Linda in past episodes, Halloween episodes, is so Linda. I like. Yes. I made a note in one of these that's Linda is Linda. Yes. So. Um, and the fact that as she's singing it, 
Bob realizes he's left the jack-o'-lantern outside and kind of makes a oh sound and she asks him if her song got got too scary for him. <laughs> so good. Cuz her song guys yes, so not good. scary. No. Um and then and the good. last thing is the biker who keeps calling everyone ma'am, ma'am. Yes. as he almost runs them over. Yeah. So those are the reasons why I loved this episode. Yeah. Reasons why I didn't rank it higher. Mm-hmm. Again, this was number 4 for me. Right. Um to me, it's it was not Halloween enough. Right. I mean, it's it's very Halloween, but not quite enough for me. Mm-hmm. The family is split up. Yes. Um, it it isn't a huge deal in this episode because this one's stronger because it focuses more on Tina. Tina. Yeah. But still, they're split up. Yeah. Don't love it as much. Sandwich and hot mess are not strong costume ideas. No. And it not. irritates me. Yeah. Because Chewbacca is way stronger. Oh, for sure. So I would have have completely abandoned Sandwich and gone Chewbacca. Not as strong as Marcel Marceau, though. True. Um, the B story is charming, but it's not super enchanting. Yes. Like, it doesn't really draw you in. Yeah. Gina, I mean, the payoff at the end, if they had yes. threaded that somehow through the rest of it, would yes. have been great. 100%. Yeah. Gene and Louise never dress up. Yep. Bad. And then Jimmy freaking Jr. again. I know. For real. He's the worst. Sorry I said frickin'. I that's frickin' really you guys. But G <laughs> Jimmy but the, Frickin' Jr. But the F word is not my swear word. I know, so I know, I gotcha. Um so anyway. So I didn't rank it higher for a lot of those reasons. Um I think for me, again, it was just a matter of it wasn't as strong as the other ones. Um it, it, I like, so if you, if for example, you compare it to this year's episode that has so many of the right notes that it hits, all of the check boxes are there. There's the trick or treating, there's the costumes that are amazing. There's decorations and like everybody's together. Like that is probably the only reason why I love Tina as a goth. I loved her spells were just sort of like making up poems and then burning pieces of paper. <laughs> it reminded me of when I would write mystery stories when I was a kid and all the clues she would find were like pieces of paper with things written on them. Like, And it was like people writing down what they intended to do yeah. and then just like dropping those pieces of paper. Sometimes like, <laughs> and sometimes they were like randomly stuck in trees. Like, yeah. what the fuck, Brittany? <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Yes. So, Okay, so let's talk... Full bars. So what w- what was your five? Full bars. Full bars. Yes, let's do it. So <laughs> it's probably confusing, but Tina Witch was number five for Brittany. Yes. My number five is full bars. Yes. Where did you rank full bars? Uh, full bars was three for me. Okay. So um, quick phenops- synops- <laughs> phenops- synopsis. Synopsis of full bars. Um, the kids go out trick-or-treating. The town is really bad at Halloween. So they jump on a ferry and go over to Kingshead Island, where the rich people live, mm-hmm. to go trick-or-treating. Um, they end up... Why it's called Full Bars is because they end up getting full candy bars from the rich people. They're very excited. Turns out that the teenage kids on Kingshead Island do Hell Hunt, which, of course, Jean has to call Helen Hunt, um, <laughs> that night. And um, <clears throat> it involves any number of things that they talk about, but the main theme throughout is that they throw uh, water, water balloons, balloons full, full of, of urine. <laughs> um, and so the kids uh, have to escape from the bullies and then eventually end up uh, freeing their friends that they've made on Kingshead Island. 
Um, the B story is uh, Teddy's Halloween party where he has spray painted his entire house orange and black, including mm-hmm. his guinea pig named Frankie. Yes. Um, and he forces Bob to wear one of the uh, many costumes that he have, has in his house. Yeah. He Bob ends up shows wearing, up not wearing a costume, and Teddy thinks that's not cool. It's so. a party foul. Yeah. So Bob wears a, uh, I think it's probably supposed to be a sumo wrestler suit, but he doesn't wear any of the accoutrement. He's it's just, just a fat suit, basically. Just wearing this big, bulky suit. He turns down Summer Frankenstein. Yes. Which, um, in favor why? of this suit. Uh, and... Somebody ends up stepping on Frankie the guinea pig, Mm -hmm. and then there's this sort of murder mystery where they're trying to figure out who stepped on uh, Frankie, and it turns out that nobody stepped on Frankie. It was Bob who rolled on her when he was trying to get into the costume. Um, So reasons that I love this episode and Mm -hmm. why I ranked it at five... Um, it is very Halloween. Yes. Everything about it is very Halloween. It takes place on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. Um, both the And the this family... is what you said that was confusing because you ranked one that was less Halloween higher than the one that was more Halloween. Yes. Okay. And there's another one that will also be confusing. Okay. Um, the, fa- the family is split up, but they're both in very Halloween type situations. Yes. Um, the B story is so good. Yes. I could not wait for the B story for it to go back to the B story. Me too. Because Hallelujah, because that's one of the reasons I rank this one so high. Yeah. So good. Um, Linda's costume, she's dressed as a mermaid. <laughs> and it's Jen dressed just, as a mermaid one year, just yes. so you guys know. We we posted a picture of it yep. the last time. Yes. Um, but Linda's mermaid costume was way better. But she's still I know, wearing... I liked hers an awful lot. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, she's still wearing her little, like, slip-on Ked shoes. Yep. They're blue instead of her typical kind of beige. Yes. You know, to match her tail. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just amazing. Um, the kids do dress up in this episode. Uh, Louise is Edward Scissorhands. Uh, Tina is a mommy mummy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jean is Queen Latifah from the UNITY phase. Oh, God, I loved his... That costume is probably my favorite it's, of his. It's really good. Um, Tina's costume and the elaborate backstory that goes along with it, mm-hmm. because she's a mommy mummy and she uh, has... She's a single mom, but she's ready to get back out there. Yes. And Which is so Tina to just give it an entire... Yes. She's got to get into the character, you know? And her baby is also dressed as a mummy. And by the way, if you hear, like, snorting in the background, that's Lloyd. He's I, decided to lose his mind. He's, he's getting his face. He's distressed about something in his ear. No, Do you need to go scratch it? No. This is just what he does. Okay, cool. This is just his... All right. Every once in a while, he just gets his face. It's okay. Fine. Um, random music cues were still a thing. This is season two. Yes. So there are all these random uh, discordant music cues that come in in the middle of just seemingly normal moments. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially in the B story because it's a murder mystery. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Teddy's party is a sweet joint. Oh, my God. I definitely want to go to that. So much. Yes. Um the arrival at Kingshead Island reminds me of a video game we used to play when we were kids called Wishbringer. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. There's a part in the video game I knew where, immediately you where you were going. go across this water and you end up in a kingdom that's ruled by platypi. It's fine. You don't need to know the whole it's thing. It's such but... a good game, you guys. <laughs> it really is. But, but, 
that whole moment where they're on the ferry and they're cold and, and then the mist. it parts and they say, did it just get several degrees warmer? Yes. Because, you know, Kingshead Island is rich people. Yeah. Um, I just love it. It's just magical. Yes. That whole moment. I agree. Um, and Bob's dance during the credits, mm-hmm. he's wearing his costume um, and Frankie's sad little ghost is dancing around him. Aww. And then Linda comes in in her mermaid costume and they dance together just wonderful so cute um but reasons why i didn't rank it higher is that the family is split up Mm -hmm. and the b story is stronger than the main story right so So, sorry tell me again you ranked it three three okay and the reason i put it higher on my list is you touched on most of the stuff but for me because it was so halloween and it and it was halloween in ways that spoke to my halloween experience as a child Mm -hmm. and my halloween um for lack of a better term, fantasies. Mm -hmm. So meaning going out and getting that mother load of candy. Yeah. Um, Going somewhere that um, people cared about their decorations and, um, and the Halloween party, which is quintessential for being an adult. Mm -hmm. You start out going to these like ragers when you're younger, and then you go to these more mature parties where, you know, sometimes people are going to show up with costumes and sometimes not. And you feel a little disappointed when they show up Mm -hmm. out of costume. So Teddy insisting that Bob put on a costume was, I get it. It was irritating. But at the same time, I'm like, don't be a killjoy. Yeah. Please just just put, like, I'm wearing just a headband with some horns. Just do that. But that was part of the reason why I found it so charming that Bob decided to dress up during Nightmare on Ocean Avenue Street. Right. Because it's so out of character for him to want to do that kind of thing. And the idea that he was just so excited about what he what they were doing with the spider Mm -hmm. and tying the chainsaws to his legs it was very practical that he wore something like Bruce Springsteen yes um so and for me the reason why it wasn't ranked much higher than that and there were only two slots higher but Mm -hmm. for me it was the family was split up Mm -hmm. um and that's pretty much it because the stories in and of themselves I felt like were were strong I did like the B story more I did want to see more about that. Mm-hmm. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Lloyd's here, you guys. He just He's licked arrived. my thumbs. Um, and, oh, there you are again. <laughs> Your thumbs are irresistible. So fucking cute. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's basically it. But okay. all of the things that you touched on, I loved. I hate the episodes where... A, they're not wearing costumes, and B, where the kids don't end up getting to go trick-or-treating, and right. there are two of them. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so what did you rank as number four? Because, right? You haven't yes. said what your number four is. Um, Guys, I'm sorry this is hard to follow. <laughs> number four was Tina and the Real Ghost for me. Okay, so uh, Tina and the Real Ghost for me was number three. Okay, so, so we just we, sort of swapped yes, it. let's just talk about it. Yeah, so Tina and the Real Ghost is basically, the synopsis is that um, Bob calls in an exterminator to deal with some bugs that they're having a problem with in the basement. The exterminator arrives, and it turns out that um, he won't go down into the basement because he senses that there is a presence there, um, and he wants them to get rid of the ghost before he will come and spray. Mm -hmm. And the kids and Linda get super stoked about this. Mm -hmm. The exterminator tells them to contact it and then put it in a vessel, Mm -hmm. which is a box in this case, a, a shoebox. or a box, mm-hmm. but they go with a box. 
And then um, it, they have a Ouija board that they're using. Is it Ouija or Ouija? I, I think feel, it's Ouija. That's I was always told it was Ouija, but yeah. anyway, they use this to communicate with the um, with the ghosts, and um, it turns out that uh, Louise is the one who's controlling the. Is it a planchette mm-hmm. on the? <laughs> The way that Linda says it is, okay, put your hands on the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Because nobody really knows what that thing's called yes. except you. Um, Louise is the one who's um, subtly controlling that to make it answer questions. And of she course. makes the ghost named Jeff. Mm-hmm. And that he's a 13-year-old boy. And then Tina falls in love with the ghost in the box. Of and, course. Um, dates him and then there's this whole thing about um tammy vying for the attention of this shoebox so that's the basic premise of this um and the reason that i ranked this one so high and i went back and forth actually Mm -hmm. and i just before we started recording i almost switched it lower Mm -hmm. but the reason i left it up was tina's um the way that she react reacted to the situation mm-hmm. and the stuff that happened at the end. Mm-hmm. She, I wrote, Tina kicks ass. Mm-hmm. She turned the tables on all of the other kids mm-hmm. who had screwed her over. Yep. Um, found out that Louise was the one who uh, made up the ghost and didn't make it a big deal. She just was like, I'm going to make this mine. Yeah. She rocked it so hard yeah. that I just, I can't. I can't rank it lower because yeah. I am so pro Tina and her positive, um, amazing self-esteem. Here's the thing, and this is why I said earlier that it was going to be confusing. Here's the thing, potentially surprising thing about this episode. I almost ranked this number one. Mm. And of all of the Bob's Burgers Halloween episodes, this is the one I watch by far the most. Cool. Um and there's there's a lot of reasons, but I know this episode inside and out. Mm-hmm. I can I can say just about every line along with it because I've watched it so many times. So uh, the 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 reasons why I love this one so much, and the reasons why it's so strange that I love it so much. So the reason why it, I ended up ranking it number three mm-hmm. is because it is really not very Halloween. There are creepy elements to it, but it is not terribly Halloween. Honestly, when I was looking through the episodes to find the Halloween episodes, I almost texted you to say, is that one the Halloween episode? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tina never dresses up in a costume. Mm -mm. Neither do the parents. Um, Louise uh, and Jean do, and their costumes are amazing, and that's one of the reasons why it's ranked more highly. Um, Jean is dressed up as half-turner, half-hooch, all-cop. I love it so much. The way that they dress up in things that are pop culture references from our childhood makes me so happy. Yes. Um, And Louise is dressed up as Ryan Gosling from the major motion picture trailer Drive. Um, Gloves and toothpick and everything. Yeah. And the the jacket. Linda tries to guess who she is and Mm -hmm. guesses shiny scorpion person. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but every year that Louise uh, dresses up... Yes, and I noticed. Linda tries to guess. She guesses it wrong. Yes, every single yeah. year. Um, and then when Tina walks in, Linda guesses that she's Pretty Glasses Girl, <laughs> which I love. Um, and yes, that's incredibly charming. Um, and 
the A and B stories are so closely tied. Yes. That even though the family is split up a lot of the time, it doesn't feel like they're split up, which is part of the reason why this is ranked more highly. And the B story um, is that the uh, exterminator who first identifies that Jeff is in their basement, then goes and gets his friends who are ghost hunters Mm -hmm. who come to the cafe and spend time trying to make contact with the ghost, which uh, increases the popularity of Bob's Burgers by quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the last thing that I put here was... Um, empowerment exclamation point, which is what you were just talking about. The line, I don't need a boy to pay attention to me. I can pay attention to myself. Yes. Resonates with me, which I know you know, so much. I could watch it over and over and over again. That moment where she's telling everybody, Jeff gave us things, even though he's not real, that we really wanted. And it's okay because we learned these things and we can still take that and incorporate it into our lives. Um, Very Wizard of Oz. And also that seance that they do is so cozy. And she's got her seance seance wine. Yes. And they're all together and it's and it's bonding and it's I want a seance like that. And I love like I love hate every episode that involves Tammy because I know she's going to infuriate me. But at the same time at the end they always get one really wicked dig in on her. And the fact that she's like, and it's okay that I'm a terrible person who's jealous and they were like, no. And Zeke's like, get a hold of yourself, girl, or change yourself, girl. Fix yourself. Um, and then one thing that I have to say, that I have to say, okay. is speaking of Louise controlling the Ouija board, we went on vacation. Oh, good. I wrote this down. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. <laughs> in Napa one year and we went out wine tasting and then we came back. We were renting a vacation house. And of course, because we were out wine tasting all day, everything was little slippery. Yeah. We were trying to figure out how to pass the time after we jumped on the trampoline for like four hours. And we found a Ouija board in the house. So we decided to try playing with it. (laughs) And we kept trying to make contact, quote unquote. And all the spirit would do is call Brittany an asshead. (laughs) Over and over. And it didn't spell asshead right. Nope. Nope. But we knew, we knew what it was saying. And then years later, Brittany told me that she was controlling the Ouija board. Yeah, it was, I was calling myself an asshead. It was hilarious, (laughs) you guys. Here's the thing about it, though, is I don't believe in ghosts. No. I I believe we've, if you guys have an interest, we've stopped doing this podcast, but we have another podcast. Temporarily. I would like to think we pick it up again. Um, we have another podcast called Mostly True, and there's an episode called The Ghosts I've Known, which, which is, is so good. It's you a guys. really good episode. You should go listen to it. But we talk in there about what we believe and don't believe about the supernatural, as well as share stories about supernatural things that we've with our amazing friend Amy. And yes. um, you should totally yes listen. But um, anyway, I do, I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in energies. It's a totally different thing. If you want to know more, go listen to that episode. But I, I legitimately thought maybe we both were, you know, subconsciously moving the I whatever the thing is what called. what a Ouija board is, is it's people not realizing yeah. they're moving it. And I was a little disappointed. I know. I'm sorry. To, to learn so that there funny. wasn't actually a spirit calling you an asshead. <laughs> I am an asshead. Let's be real. We couldn't get it to do anything 
anything nope. except call Brittany an asshead. I am an asshead. When I would which, talk, it wouldn't answer. Which when, when Brittany would talk, it would spell out asshead. <laughs> when Jeff called Jimmy Jr. Uh, something smells fishy, and he says you. Yes. I I was like, oh shit, we're gonna write this down because <laughs> asshead. Um, you wanted to talk about Linda's Halloween song. That makes me so happy. That was actually the very first me, thing I wrote too. down about look, why I love this episode. Look, look, look. I'm going to show Linda's you. Linda's little Halloween song. Yes. Ghosts and goblins, goblins and ghosts. Right there, first thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. I sing love it with it. her every time I watch the episode, which, as so mentioned before, it. is a lot. So good. So that was the one that I ranked number three. All right. So we've gone through f- six, five, four, and three for me. Now let's do your third. Okay. So my third is, uh, let's see. Oh, you already did your third. It was uh, full, bars. Full, bar- full bars. Full bars. Full bars. <laughs> I have had three times as much whiskey as Jen has. So can you tell? I don't know. Full bars. Full bars. Um, okay. So number two, what did you rank number two? <sighs> Fingers crossed. My number two was Wolf of Wharf Street. Mine too. Yay! I love when this happens. Good, 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 good. Okay, Kay. you gave the recap of the last one, so I'll give this recap. Um, I'm going to do super brief. Um, Wolf, what? You did the recap of the last one, so oh, I'm going to do this recap. I've had three times as much whiskey as Jen. I mean, you can. Do no, you want to give the no, recap of this Do it. One? Do it. <laughs> go. I should have just let you go. No, I was going to um, give like a sentence, Yeah. so you hit it. Okay, so... Uh, the, the, this one and the next one, I think we should talk a little bit more about, Mm -hmm. well, we've been talking pretty extensively. It doesn't matter anyway. So, uh, the recap of this one is that there is a wolf allegedly at loose, um, in, in the town. They call it, uh, wonder wolf. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the news calls it wonder wolf. Like wonder wharf. Yes. It starts with a, uh, news program that's talking about this, uh, wolf allegedly in the town. Bob is watching it on the couch. He has hurt his knee. You find out later in the episode, he hurts it trying to get into his old chef's pants. Which is why I ranked this one so high. Yes. Go ahead. Um, and so Linda is going to take the kids out trick-or-treating to protect them from the wolf because the news has recommended it and also because she's Linda. Mm-hmm. So she's dressed as sheriff, which is share, but a sheriff. So good. It's really good. She's wearing the... I actually the, want to do that episode, or episode. I want to do that costume. That costume. Um, she's wearing the outfit that Cher is wearing in the If I Could Turn Back Time video. Which, which is, is the, horrible. Yeah, it's really awful. Um, which is kind of a stretchy mesh deal with a onesie underneath it and some think, cutouts. Um, what's the... Borak? Think Borak, yeah. but in black leather and a lot more straps. Yes. Um, is it Borat? Borat. Yeah, what did you say? Borak. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. I wasn't even... That. Wasn't even there. Um, so she takes the kids out. The kids' costumes are phenomenal. So good. It's one of the reasons why it was ranked highly for me. This is actually my favorite set of costumes of the kids, even though I ranked another episode higher. I agree. Um, so... <sighs> Gene is handsome grapes. It's very important that you know he's not just grapes. He's handsome grapes. He corrects Linda. Quintessential (laughs) our brother. It really is. I said quintessential twice in the episode, and I'm sorry, but it is perfectly our brother. Um, 
Louise is the killer from uh, No Country for for Old Men, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, ha- Javier Bardem's character. Yep. Um, when Linda tries to guess, she thinks he, she that Louise is Peter from the Monkees with an oxygen tank, but she is not. <laughs> um, and Tina is a mombi, so she's a zombie wearing Linda's clothing, which sets Linda off as it can because Linda likes to think of herself as young and and, and cool and, and cool. I'm not a regular mom. Yeah. I'm a cool mom. So when she takes the kids out trick or treating, nobody is out trick or treating because of the wolf. So nobody has prepared. Nobody has candy. So they're getting really generic things like soy sauce and candy that Mr. Frond got and some vacation that he took. That's weird and they don't want it um and apples um and fucking apples yeah which is one of my least favorite fruits yeah um so they want to go home unless you put peanut butter or caramel on it yes that's true which why did i say caramel well i wasn't gonna say anything i did notice it it's caramel you guys it's pronounced caramel so is okay um So the kids want to go home because there's no candy to be had. But because Linda was set off by Tina's costume, she wants to stay out and be fun. Mm -hmm. So she takes them on uh, this adventure to go find the wolf, even though she doesn't believe that the wolf is uh, is actually out there. Um, Through one thing and another, they run into Randy, who is the filmmaker who is first introduced in the episode uh, Sacred Cow. Second episode of the entire series right i don't think it's in the first season but i don't know if it's the second episode i Um, think it was the second episode of bob's burgers that i actually watched yeah after sexy dance fighting and it is a really good episode melissa um and randy is out there trying to make a documentary about the wolf so he's trying to get footage of the wolf um they end up there's also an alpaca missing from the zoo um, that the fish odors own. There's so much going on in this episode. And they end up finding the alpaca through one thing and another. Um, and that's the, that's the main story. So the B story is uh, Bob's hurt knee. Mm-hmm. Um, because Linda is taking the kids out trick-or-treating, Teddy comes over to stay with him because he uh, can't get around very well and also he's on pain medication that makes him have hallucinations and diarrhea, which he insists he doesn't have except diarrhea. <laughs> um, Teddy is trying was trying to be a scary nurse, but he ended up accidentally clicking on sexy nurse. Mm-hmm. So he's dressed as a sexy nurse, boobs and all. Oh yeah, so good. So good. Um, and... Bob becomes convinced because Teddy has a bite on his arm that Teddy is a werewolf Mm -hmm. and that Teddy is the wonder wolf. And because Bob is hallucinating, like balls out hallucinating. Yes, because he's really high. Yeah. So he throws himself off the couch, which is a perfect comedic moment. Oh my God, it's so good. To distract Teddy and to get Teddy down on the ground. And when Teddy is down trying to help him, he handcuffs him to the coffee table and and then Bob falls down the stairs mm-hmm. multiple times, mm-hmm. also comedy gold, mm-hmm. and runs away on his crutches. And Teddy is forced to chase after him carrying the coffee table. And I made a note that one of these years, I'm going to be Teddy as sexy table nurse. Mm-hmm. One yes. of these years, I'm going to we'll do get it. We'll you a tiny little coffee table that well, you can Well, I could just make around. one out of, like, cardboard. Right. Um, I'm just going to take a sip of whiskey. Hold on. Here she goes. I want to talk... 
Hold on. I didn't finish the B story. Oh, shit. B story. Go. So <clears throat> it turns out that uh, Bob runs into the park and hides in one of the uh, playground equipment. He ends up seeing the wolf, the real wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fish odors come flying in. The fish odors being Mr. Fish Odor and his brother. Yes. Um, and load the wolf up in the van uh, because it's theirs and the wolf is real. The van, says Jen. <laughs> well, they came flying in in a van. Okay. Um, and then nobody will believe Bob that there really was a wolf. They think he was hallucinating. Yep. Yep. And that so is, good. So that good is that. This is such a good, solid episode yes. for so many reasons. I actually didn't have a list of the reasons that I didn't like this or yeah. or that I ranked this lower because I struggled between yes. two and one. Me I, too. I love them almost identically. So I only... Is identically a word? Uh, it's now. It's, um, it's good. Here, hit me with some more so, of this. I'm sorry if I start to like slur after this, but I'm having more whiskey because um, it's Halloween. So, but I do have a list of the reasons why I loved this episode. Oh my God. So many reasons. Thank you. So, um, the, the first and major reason is because it is so Halloween. Yes. The atmosphere of Halloween is drenched in the entire episode. All the outside scenes, which is pretty much all of the scenes with Linda and the kids. Spooky. It's foggy. Mm -hmm. There's nobody else around. The fact that they made it so that nobody else was coming out. Yes. And it was sort of bereft of any other human anything. And it is so deftly illustrated it just it, it's just infused with this feeling of Which creepiness comes into and, number one for me yes let's come back yes. to that um both stories are extremely strong the mm-hmm. main story and the b story i didn't i didn't find myself waiting for one of them to stop so the other could pick no. up i equally enjoyed as it went back and forth although i will completely admit that bob high is like one of my most favorite things when oh, they introduce yeah. High Bob into yes. these episodes because he he has uh, he's uninhibited in a way that you don't see otherwise. Which is amazing, yes. and the fact that he's terrified in this episode and is so convinced that Teddy is a wolf, and Teddy is so dedicated to yeah. him. Yes. It's, that just made that entire B story for yeah, me. Yeah, I I didn't have moments where I was like, okay, let's move this along, which I don't have those m- much with Bob's Burgers no. anyway, but it happens, and there isn't anything like that in this episode. Um, the costumes were incredible, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I actually have Hi Bob written down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this episode is Filled with little moments that bring me so much joy. Like mm-hmm. at the very beginning when Bob is watching TV and he's watching the news report and the reporter says it's expected to be a foggy night and the perspective cuts back to showing Bob sitting on the couch and Bob turns and looks out the window and then the reporter starts talking again and he looks back and the way he looks out the window is so... You can tell he's already high. Uh-huh. It's so like foggy night like he's getting distracted um back and forth and the um when uh linda is talking to him about what he's like when he's on uh medication Mm -hmm. and she says do you remember the time that you thought the rug was making fun of you (laughs) and you peed in the blender and you almost ruined that smoothie (laughs) 
And Bob says, I don't think that happened, but also you should have thrown that smoothie away if it did. You know, these little uh -huh. moments uh -huh. are just... Um, when he when she asks the fish odors if they're out trick or treating, smelling, feeding, I just yeah, I just eat them up. Um, so one other thing that I definitely wanted to talk about um, is the subtle feminism th mm -hmm. that they put, and we've talked about this before. That um, Bob's Burgers is very sex positive; it's very feminist. Although there are some controversies controversies out there about their lack of uh, female, female voice. voice actors, mm -hmm. which they've addressed multiple times, meaning they've talked about it. They haven't actually addressed it, and I hope that they will. But they do make sure to put that empowerment and that feminism into their writing. And the subtle fe feminism here is that everybody keeps referring to the wolf as a he, mm -hmm. and Tina keeps jumping in and saying, or she. Which I love so much. Oh, Tina, you're just so great. And then at the very end... It turns out that the wolf actually is, I'm assuming, a female because... What's her uh, name again? Lulu. Lulu. Because um, Mr. Fish Odor's uh, brother, who I can never remember his name. Um, Felix. Felix, thank you. Uh, says, you naughty girl, when he, yes. when he finds her. So, I mean, yep. I can only assume that it's a female uh, wolf. Um did you have anything else to say about Wolf of no, Warp Street? No, I love it. You guys watch it. It's so good. It really is. Just the share costume alone. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that our number one is the same. The Hauntening. It is The Hauntening, which is um, season six. So good. And everything about it is a delight. I'm going to start at the end and okay. talk about the uh, Boys for Now video. Oh, okay. I was like, you're going to give the, no. the recap backwards? No. I just think that it's wonderful that they include an almost complete Boys for Now video at yes. the end of this episode. I actually wrote quite a bit about that down. Yes. And um, and, and I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Under other circumstances with a different show, I would think, oh, they didn't have enough show to fill all the time, so they stuck no. a music video in there. No. But this is so fully realized. Mm hmm so um, genuinely delightful yes. and ties into, uh, you know, the, the song plays earlier in the episode and ties into kind in of the everything that's happening. they're driving. Yeah. yeah. That I want, I like to believe that they always intended to have it at the end. I, I think they did, honestly. And, and it's one of my favorite parts of the episode. And I love the fact that when you had your Halloween um party last year. I wrote this down. You included this in your montage of Hall Halloween songs. In my playlist, along yes. with the Werewolf Bar Mitzvah from yes. 30 Rock. Yeah. <laughs> so that was in there. Um, I, I love the fact that not only do they show the episode, which as I think it was Gene says, it's like a reverse thriller, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, which thriller Michael Jackson's award-winning video that was like top of video charts for years and years and years. Um, so go watch that if you haven't seen it before. It's, Who it's hasn't seen Thriller? Good. If you haven't seen Thriller, y'all. Shame. Go um, watch it. Go watch the full length mini movie. Yes, because it's really good. I mean, Michael Jackson, come on. Come Back on. in his heyday. It's true. 
Um, which would you consider that his heyday? Oh yeah. Okay. I, I mean, just anywhere from the, off the wall. That's what I was thinking was the heyday. Thriller. Well, even I might even include Bad in there. I love Bad. guys. Michael Jackson oh, was my all-time favorite when I was a kid. We had so Jen and I shared bedrooms for years and years and years, and one of our bedrooms when we lived overseas was you could see a distinct split down the middle. On my side with my little twin bed was all unicorns and horses, much Tina. like Tina. Mm-hmm. And Jen's was entirely Michael Jackson. It's true. Soaked. So anyway, I so the fact what that I'm they, saying is yes, you're Louise. <laughs> that was part of his pinnacle. Yes. So um, so anyway, um, the so the fact that they showed the video, but then also showed the family interacting with the video. Yes. Was so good, and the closing credits were the family dancing to the boys for now and singing. Yes. And Bob cuts loose finally. Oh yeah. Really gets into it. Really much feels like it. in the the. Um, Float episode. God damn it. Why can't Parators I? Raiders of the Lost Thank Float. Thank you. I can never remember the title. Even of these. when you haven't been drinking whiskey, you can't remember that particular title. <laughs> Most of them, anyway. Yeah. But, um, so yes, I love that so much. So, the, the recap of this episode is Louise does not get scared. Mm-hmm. It shows a variety of times that they've gone to haunted houses during the, the Halloween season, mm-hmm. and she just knows what's coming, or even if she doesn't, it's just not scary to her. Mm-hmm. And she wants to be scared because she wants that adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. Um, even though... She's a little bit of a sociopath. She is. Just a touch. But even though... Louise is very much, it reminds me a lot of you because, not because you were a sociopath, but because you were a very precocious young mm-hmm. Obnoxious. Child. That's a nice way to say obnoxious, but yes. Precocious go on. is not obnoxious <laughs> necessarily. But um, for me, uh, the fact that she doesn't get scared, but having been in a haunted house situation with you and you picked up and threw one of our friends in the way of the threat Mm -hmm. and then ran the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. Um, Not the same. I like to think that I didn't realize I was picking up a human. Yes. (laughs) I like to think... a full-sized human man. (laughs) I like to think that I thought it was just something I was holding that I could protect myself with. Just picked him up and threw him. Yeah. And then she ran. And I like to think that she was like... Oh, I'll save Brittany too. But no, she just took off without me. But <laughs> Adrenaline is a weird thing, you guys. I, I think I thought maybe you would take care of yourself. I, I think you were probably right. Yeah. But anyway, Louise doesn't get scared and she wants that adrenaline rush. And so Bob and Linda have decided they're going to build their own haunted house so that they can scare Louise and show them what it's really like. They show up at this old house and it turns out that Bob and Linda are like kind of lame at this. Mm-hmm. Like they do the typical um oh here's quote unquote eyeballs in a box and he forgets to put the eyeballs in there which are usually peeled grapes. Yeah, so he's dressed up as a mad scientist who has uh, stitched his wife together Lady Bobenstein. He's Dr. Bobenstein. Out of beautiful women parts, but did they forget the ankles? No, they didn't have any better ankles. Yes. Um but anyway, when he when he invites them to feel the quote unquote eyeballs, 
he he invites them to put their hands in the doctor box. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down, what is a doctor box? That's gross. <laughs> That's gross. I know what a box doctor is. Ew. Okay, anyway, go on. Again, gross. So, um, and this haunted house is lame. They finally were like, the kids are like, okay, we're going to get the parents. So they go hide in a, a pile of leaves in the back. The parents go to look for them. Um, they get startled. They realize it's it's useless. They're not going to scare the kids. So they go to leave. Mm-hmm. And... A series of spooky things happen to them, mm-hmm. and it culminates in this final moment where Louise finally gets scared. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just going to lay it out there and say the reason I love this episode so much, other than the fact that the family is all together and that dynamic is always perfect, mm-hmm. this is a genuinely creepy episode. Yes. Genuinely. Yes. When I'm going to lay this out there, at the very end, they're out on a roof. They've climbed out a window. Louise is leaning against the window, and you see this silhouette coming up behind her. Mm -hmm. I actually got goose pimples the first time that I saw that. And when they. It's creepy. There's a part where they hear noises in the basement, so they go down to investigate what it is. Mm -hmm. And when they hear the. The noises when they are in the basement, it's kind of a jump scare moment. Mm-hmm. But beyond it being jump scare, it the noise extends for a period of time and it is unsettling. Yes. You have this moment, at least I do, where you're like, I need that sound to stop now yes. because it is unsettling me so much. For me, this is, other than Mutilation Mansion, which mm-hmm. I think is still a spectacular yes. haunted yes. attraction, uh, This is the haunted house I want. Yes. Where there are sounds you can't explain. Mm -hmm. And there are things going on. There's a scene where they're standing. So they go outside to leave, and Bob realizes they have a flat tire. So Mm -hmm. he's trying to call for somebody to change the flat tire. He doesn't have cell phone reception. Mm -hmm. Of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And then all of a sudden, there's this guy standing at the end of the driveway, and he's backlit by the streetlights. And he's holding a pair of hedge trimmers. And he doesn't say anything, no Mm -hmm. matter what the family says to him. Mm -hmm. That is fucking creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy. It's masterful. Um, So so the list that I made, again, I don't have a list of the things that... Because there really isn't anything Mm -mm. that would make me rank this lower. Um, But the family is together the entire time. There is no B story. It's just them together. It's like eggs for days. It's just yes. them together being idiots the That's whole time. That's exactly it. It is the perfect holiday episode yes. like eggs for days. Yes. Um, the other thing about it is that it is rapid fire. I yes. would be interested to look up to see how much dialogue per minute happens because it's just this constant so good. stream of dialogue and snappy uh, dialogue, the way that things... and they're. There are choices that they... There's one choice in particular I want to talk about. Their comedic choices in this episode are so incredibly surprising and spot on. There is Sophisticated, a, if yes, you will. There is a moment where the family is trying to get away from the creepy hedge clipper man who they think is trying to come in through the front door. Mm-hmm. So they run upstairs and... Tina tells them, guys, look. And they turn and they look in this room. Oh, Jesus Christ, yes. Again. And there is a doll with no eyes with sticks 
coming crammed into its eye sockets. I wrote this down. And you Dude, would it think, is so fucking creepy. Yes. And you would think, from a comedy perspective, there's a couple of different directions they could go. The family could scream. Mm-hmm. They could run away. Mm-hmm. But instead, it does this musical cue where it zooms in on the doll with sticks coming out of its eyes, jammed into the eye socket. So fucking creepy, you guys. And then it goes back to the family standing outside the room, and they're all just standing there clutching each other, staring at it, and none of them has said anything none of them is screaming and Jean says whispers to them that isn't a good use of that room (laughs) that is not a good use of that room i wrote that down it's so good and tina responds or i think it's either tina or linda responds yeah i think that room is out yeah and it and that is so sophisticated and amazing. It There's really something is. about that comedy. Instead of being wacky and slapstick, they went more subtle. It doesn't works. It doesn't remove from the creepiness. Yes. But it still gives you that little bit of relief. I love that. And do you know what? That isn't a good use of that room. It is not. <laughs> because it's just a chair with a doll with sticks jammed in its eyes. It's Gene in this episode is exquisite. I agree. Just so good. Um, You guys, I'm sorry if this is a chaotic ending, but we're getting trick-or-treaters and things are getting a little wacky. Yeah, my dog knocked one down. There's going to be barking and frantic nature. It's it's so sad. I hope that he didn't give that little girl trauma. Like, Well, she seemed fine when she walked by. So Anyway, so there you have it. And happy Halloween. Yes, go watch The Hauntening, maybe. Oh my gosh, it's the best episode. I just said, oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I said frickin' earlier. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thanks so much. Yes, and we will see you um, probably a couple episodes, one in between, and then a Thanksgiving episode. Yes. We need so. to do the Taking a Fun Time 1, 2, 3. Oh, so that's, that's so probably good. the next one we're going to talk about because we skipped it in order to get our Halloween ones done. Yep. And then we'll probably come back around and do our Thanksgiving one. Let's not do it on Thanksgiving Day. Let's not, because we have a 5K that day yeah, anyway. we do. Okay. So. Because we're assholes. All right, guys. On that note, assholes. Wrapping it up. Love you. Bye. Bye, bye. This has been an episode of Pod's Burgers. Our theme song is No Smoking by the Blue Dot Sessions. <laughs>